John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. How is everybody doing tonight? I am uh, very much relaxed and tan from my uh, vacation. I took two weeks and took the uh, took the tribe back to Indiana spent some time on the lake and it was glorious i ended up driving i think uh it was 4800 miles in total it was just under uh just under 70 hours of drive time <clears throat> i think i was uh 35 and 32 so yeah 67 hours of driving across this beautiful country this beautiful land we saw some uh, nice, nice tour tourist uh, spots. <laughs> Ate some nice places. The gas stations are like the best thing, though. Exploring the gas stations. There's a, there's some really cool gas stations that are like little malls. Um, it's pretty fun. So we can talk a little bit about that. But there were fights. I didn't get a I didn't get to talk to you guys for a couple of weeks. <clears throat> had a pre-taped show for you. Um, hopefully, uh, that was enjoyable. I had to break down some fights, some learn to fight videos. I got another one dropping tomorrow, Monday morning, on uh, YouTube. Here on the YouTube's, it's already up at Rockfin, so. You get you get a jump start on the uh, on the learn to fights if you're on Rockfin. So get on Rockfin, be a part of Rockfin, support uh, independent creators, support cryptocurrency at the same time. It's a it's a cool platform that doesn't censor anybody for thinking the wrong things because who knows what's right. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Um, it is hot. It's hot. My light turned off finally. It's hot here in San Jose. I'm dying out in the garage. I need uh, a fan, but the fan is probably too loud. Hopefully, it's not going to be this hot all summer. You think it's going to be this hot all summer? We're having a drought out here. James asking about uh, Raphael. Fight stopped early. You think fight was stopped early? <clears throat> I mean, Dos Santos is uh, he's getting old, man. He's had a lot of fights and fighting a long time. Don't be surprised. The young up and comer was able to to you know win the fight. Yeah. Tyler Durden's a stupid name is agreeing that it was a good stoppage. But let's let's jump right into talking about the UFC. There were some decent fights. I think some fights some people to watch. Um I did not catch a hundred percent of all the fights. I had just gotten back the day before. <clears throat> excuse me. And uh I was a little bit tired from the drive, so I was falling asleep funny times and waking up funny times so i didn't get all the fights um but there were some interesting matchups the kennedy uh nizachukwu at 205 against carl robertson that was interesting fight because that dude is massive that guy is massive nizachukwu he was like six five it was hard to believe that he was a 205 pounder. He's massive. I want to see more of that guy. Just because if he can if he can be that much bigger than people <laughs> and um you know, he was doing a little bit of clinch work, grappling. He needs to to uh, work on the ground and pound. But he was just massive. And Robertson 
isn't a small guy. I think I've seen him fight before. He's not a small guy, but he looked like he was being dwarfed. Absolutely dwarfed by Nezuchukwu. I want to see him fight again. Uh, Onama looked good against uh, Armfield. Shevenko won a decision against Casey. Uh, Brundage stopped score. What else? The Michael Johnson fight was really good. With uh, Malarkey, Jamie Malarkey. That was no Malarkey. Um, Johnson looked good, was landing good combinations, but Malarkey was just a little bit faster and landing a little bit harder. I think that was a good, good decision. I think Malarkey was doing just enough to win that. There's a hobby fight. Um, he did enough to win, but he just was like was doing just enough to win. I think uh, Ricky did a great job. He kept pressing and pressing and pressing. He just wasn't effective at all. And then I was really, uh, really enjoying the heavyweight fight. The heavyweight fight with uh, Vendera and Sherman, the Vanilla Gorilla. That was a fun fight. They were both landing good shots. Um. I kind of, I kind of was thinking that Big Boy Madera was going to win because he had a good like twenty five pounds over Sherman. Like he had just made the minimum to be able to fight. You know, he's a big boy, quick, hit hard. <clears throat> but uh, Sherman was doing a good job using a lot of leg kicks, many good punches. That's a good showing. Ended up, ended up knocking him out in the third round. Wore him down. Uh, Sayed Megamadov won a decision. He didn't look super impressive. He's not a Khabib relation, Megamadov. But I don't know. That fight wasn't my favorite. That wasn't my favorite fight. Are you guys big Sayed's fans? He had a good fight last time, didn't he? I can't remember. I'm old. Oh, this uh, big old Kennedy, six four, eighty nine inch reach. It's a big boy, man. Oh, Tyler, controversy. You had Johnson win in it. I thought he was landing effectively, but take into account the uh, the new rules from 2017. We talked we talked about this. We discussed this that they're they're waiting um, actions that are furthering or getting closer to a finish. So like damage, I don't like the use of damage. I don't know. Um, it's a hard it's a hard way to really judge. I think damage, but Looking at things from that 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 perspective, I'm looking at you know not just who's landing the most punches or who's landing clean, but the guy who's landing with the stick that's like a pop pop. Who knows if it's even doing more damage? It just looks good, <laughs> and I feel like um, Malarkey was getting through and landing those stiff punches more, and they look like they're more effective. Um, the the body changing uh, from the impact of getting hit by Johnson, I think, was more prevalent. I know, I just it looked like it was more effective. I really, I thought Johnson was uh, going to win that fight. You know, I was surprised that uh, Malarkey started fighting back so hard and then started pulling away. I thought um, because he looked really good the previous fight, I believe. Yeah. But who knows, who knows, who knows. <clears throat> then Baralho, uh, Baralho, he's good. He's really good, but he's like, he, he's drawing all these fights out. He's taking the back. He's getting dominant positions, but he's not doing damage. 
They're not gonna. They're not gonna push this guy. I think he's really good. You know, um, good fighter knows how to win. But the last two times he's fought, I haven't really seen. You know, him. Him doing enough damage, making it exciting enough, making it you know, action-packed enough for the company to give them a push and give them better fights. They're going to end up feeding him to somebody else they want to they build. He's good, though. Good ground game. Um, Armand uh, Petroson is isn't a scrub either. But his ground is lacking. His ground is lacking. We've discovered his ground is lacking, and he needs to work on escaping some bad positions on bottom. Submission defense is bad because he didn't get submitted in the fight, and he didn't get lumped up from ground and pound. So it wasn't terrible, but, yeah, he just has no idea how to get away, no idea how to create space. Main event... Desanos and Fiziv. Raphael's. The Battle of Raphael's. Um, what do you guys think? Was it what you expected? I think it's, uh, you know, for uh, Desanos to come back down to 55. That was interesting. You know, he's pretty, he looked like he, looked like he filled out. It was kind of big at, at 170, you know. <clears throat> but uh, he didn't look like he had much issue getting back down to 55. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like this Fazeev. He's a younger guy. He's got the momentum. He's got the heat. He's fun to watch. He's decent on the mic. Um, yeah, it's fun. Who's next? What's next? I'm sweating. What's next for Fiziz? And uh, 155, is he going to fight like a Gagey or somebody? Is he big enough? He, I wonder, like, <clears throat> I thought he was a little bit undersized. I thought he was a 45-pounder, honestly. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. He seems not as... Uh, Big as some of those guys, 55. Yep, it's hot. I need a window. I need a fan. The fan will be too loud, I think, though. Man. JK saying, thought it was a good scrap. Fazeev capitalized with quick start to round six. Sometimes. Change the pace up on a guy out of nowhere, you can get him. <coughs> He's used to being in third gear, take it out there to fifth, blows doors off. Or you can uh, use a strategy that teammate of mine, Trevor Prangley, Bodog, world champ, uh, like to use. He said it was, you only needed to fight hard for like the first minute and a half of a round and the last minute and a half of a round. <laughs> and you, you take a break in the middle. <laughs> you want to go really extreme, just do that for the, for the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds. It'll get you. Yeah, I was looking at the stats. Tyler Durden's stupid name is saying, I thought Dos Anjos would take Fiziv down with ease and tire him out like Bobby Green did. It didn't happen. Yeah, I was looking at this. They have the little stats. Little stats for the uh, the fight. Knockdowns. Fiziv had a knockdown. Total strikes. This is the UFC um, thing. Total strikes, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos had 90, 
land 162 thrown. Vaziv had 92 thrown or landed 192 thrown. So 47% versus 55. 54 to 64 significant strikes. But the takedowns, uh, two for 16, it says. So Dasanios attempted 16 takedowns throughout the fight. I wonder. I didn't count, so I wonder what their... uh, what their technical analysis of a takedown is. I don't know. I wonder if it's really what it is. Um, James is asking, have you ever had fights that you thought were stopped too early, and how did you feel? Um... I felt like <laughs> the Hendricks fight for a long time was I could have taken one more because I was I felt like I was conscious all the way down and uh, like I lost control of my body but I didn't lose consciousness so like I always wondered if I would have got let's let him go one more one more <laughs> see if I come back out of it but like, I don't think I would have. When that fight, I had one one good leg. <sighs> Takedown points are dumb. It's all about damage. This is uh, Rod Red Gemini. Okay, Red Gemini. <clears throat> Couldn't read. Okay. Um, well, I mean, controlling a fight. Gives you the ability to do damage without taking damage. That's really what the art of fighting is damaging without taking damage. Um, the idea of damage itself is tricky because not everybody views damage the same, not everybody's going to look at the same punch, same kick equally. I don't think the language is clear enough to just say damage, there needs to be definitive explanation you know what kind of damage how how do you determine the damage was it just like a point karate type thing where you or amateur boxing where it's a clean strike you witness a clean strike that or is that just a significant strike or does that matter significant strike count as a damage strike how do you load you know uh so the the raphael's here you know, significant strikes. One had 54, one had 64. So you think, oh, Raphael Faziz did better because he had more. But, like, are you saying that Dasanos 54 could have been more damaging? They look like they did more damage. So you score those as more. And then what's the criteria then? What's the criteria for them being more damaging? How do you, how do you rate that? How do you rate it so you rate it the same every time? How is that clear? That's that's what I want to understand. Because I hear the language, but it doesn't make it any more understandable. It's just about the damage. It's just the, the damage. Who did more damage? How do you assess who did more damage? Did somebody somebody get dropped? If somebody got dropped, that's a clear, that's a clear uh, example of someone getting damaged. That makes sense. If you drop somebody, if you, if you, I guess if you break somebody's nose, or you cut them, you did damage. But at what level that, does that matter? You know, because some, maybe somebody's got a little pussy nose and their skin cuts easy. They get swollen real easy. But does that mean that they're really more damaged? How do we uh, determine and rule on that? That's what I have issue with, because I think they're uh, they're using the word damage. I think they're being sneaky, and I think what they really mean is exciting. 
They want to score the guy who's doing the more exciting technique. I really think that's what they mean, but they can't say exciting because it's not a sport. <laughs> you know, it's just a performance then. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, I guess. Um, yeah, guys. But yeah, that was the uh, the main event. Next, uh, what is it? The sixteenth next fight night. We got another fight night. We have um, Dwight Grant is back. So we have trained with before. Dwight Dwight's been having close fights. Just just losing some close ones, winning some good ones. To see him. Um, who else do I know here? Ricky Simon, Jack Shore <clears throat> fighting main card. Lauren Murphy and Misha Tate are uh, going to have a fight, have a fist fight. Christopher Schnell, he's trained at AKA before. Sue... Mudergi. Who's this? Li Jingling. Okay. So we could walk away fight against Muslim Silkov. Watterson and Lemos fighting. Ortego Rodriguez in the main event. Okay. So there's some fights on here that are going to be interesting. Worth a peek. Worth a peek. So. Um, is this the one that's going to be early? Is this one super early? Yeah, it's like 11 a.m. Wow. 8 a.m. is the, is the, so it's going to be the, uh, really 8 a.m. out here? That's wild, man. Okay. 11 a.m. is the main. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm watching fights and uh, doing rule zero, zero I think. <laughs> Some of the preliminary fights I'll be watching while I'm doing the show on Saturday. So you guys can <laughs> watch me uh, react <laughs> to those fights while we're talking about uh, intersexual dynamics. I see. Sam ended Red Gemini is saying Sam ended three times the damage, but TJ had more control for a win. Hmm. Yeah, I'm so tired of hearing about Connor though. Tyler Durden's stupid name is saying I think Vasanios is still the gate to the 155 top five. I hate on Connor, but I would love to see Vasanios fight him. That would be good. That'd be a nice payday, but like, what? I don't know what they're saving him for. They're saving him for something. I don't know, man. Why is he even still ranked? He shouldn't even be in the ranked top ten. It's ridiculous. We're damn ridiculous, people. It's very goddamn ridiculous, guys. But yeah, so he'll be fights. Um, I haven't even checked what other organizations will be having events. I do not know what's going on. Who is uh, putting up whatever. I want to find the, the, the bare knuckles. I want to find the bare knuckles. I have missed the bare knuckles the last couple of times, and that's one of the ones. Uh, it's one of the events I really like watching the most, man. It's less fake and Marvin. Like I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. A lot of the uh, we ended up getting trapped. I was waiting for the event to start. I was watching. I watched the prelims, and the uh, fights didn't start. Some some 
some thing with some show with with uh, Rashad Evans and some other guy and Karen Bryant. We were talking about all the fights and stuff, and it was it was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, it's terrible. Not that they were terrible, but the format it all it all sounded like it's kind of like kind of like QVC, like QVC, like they're selling QVC. And um, I don't know. I think a lot of it is because you can't really know that much about what's going to happen in a fight, you know, unless unless you have watch these guys train for a long time. Like, there are all kinds of surprises in MMA and fighting, especially MMA. And it's hard, I think, for a lot of these guys to, I don't know. They feel like they're making up so much. They're just making it sound really cool just for the show. I don't know. It's better to turn the volume down. Oh man, press room. I have a noisy in the garage. It's hot. Really just sweaty out here. Any you guys seen? Is the new Thor out? You guys watch new Thor? Somebody said it was terrible. Ah, for Gemini, good point. This is good. MVP versus Mike Perry. That sounds fun. Interesting to see uh, MVP just box and not be doing the Taekwondo kicks because it's so long. Like, it's such a big uh, advantage to be able to use those legs to kick, man. Yep. Connor's uh, Tyler Durden's stupid name saying, I hate him too. Possible multiple violent rapes bug me. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of uh, sticky. Tyler Durden saying that he likes MVP over Platinum, but I'm happy to see him get a great payday. Uh, I th- I mean, it depends. It depends. You would think that uh, MVP would be the cleaner striker and that he would be able to keep range and make Perry miss and, and do damage and win the fight. But I don't know. I don't know if that's what's going to play out because it's a smaller, smaller ring than what he has in Bellator, what he's had in other MMA promotions, more likely. There's no padding with gloves. You get hit, you're going to feel it. And Perry may be able to get inside, you know, with no, no knees, no kicks. Um, you know, if he's he's playing that wide stance and switching his feet back and forth and moving a lot, he's he might run into the ropes. And if he runs into the ropes, um, I could see Perry, you know, dirty boxing him in the fence or not in the fence, but in the in the rope of the of the ring, if possible. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I'm I'm willing to pay my two dollars. I'll pay two dollars to see that. Sell Thor, any good? He's saying six out of ten. I paid ten dollars for two tickets. Okay, okay. <laughs> six out of ten. You think the overhand? That's it. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. He may have more. Go to the body uppercuts. Sturdy box a little bit. He may be more. He may be more gritty in that type of fight, and I think the bare knuckle fighting there's a lot of grit. You know, like that's a big part of being successful in bare knuckle because it's it's a different feeling getting hit bare knuckle. It's the sound of the knuckles on your skull. Just it's different. <laughs> Psycholog- it's psychologically different to get hit bare knuckle. It is. Um, so I think there's a level of grit involved in the bare knuckle fights. It's, uh, you know, not that MMA isn't gritty or boxing isn't gritty, but there's, there's just a certain level of grit to getting bare knuckle punched in the face or head somewhere.
That's a excellent, excellent point. Red Gemini. I don't know how MVP boxes because of his bouncy karate stance. Yes. He has like a Taekwondo karate type thing where it's wide stance and he hops, changes the stance back and forth. And a smaller, smaller cage, smaller ring. That's got to be harder to do. Uh, you're like going to run into something a lot of times, I think. And um, I don't know. Like, how do you ever get set to land your punches? I mean, I guess he, he just tries to draw the guy in and, and, and uh, does that drop hook. Maybe that's what he does over and over and over again. Fades back, uppercut, fades back, hook. Trying to get the guy to chase him around. That's going to be hard to do in that little, that little ring. Ballerina on skates. He's got some boxing fights on YouTube. That's, duh. All right, guys. Um, so just so you guys know, I have recently made my uh, strength training program available on Gumroad. Okay. All right. I'll put it in the in the chat real quick. For y'all. This is a system that I've been using since 2013. I noticed that I had lost some some size, some horsepower. Okay. I hadn't lifted in like 10 years. I went vegan for like six months. I'd lost some weight, lost some muscle mass. I was getting injured. And uh, I, I knew I couldn't lift the traditional way. That's why I stopped in the first place. Okay. And after too much time away, I realized I needed to get back to lifting. But I, I needed my own way of lifting. So I created my Fitch Smash system. For strength training, I lift. Uh, I lift less exercises per workout, but I lift more days. Uh, I, I make it more about consistency. It's more about like hygiene. Like you brush your teeth every day. You should do your resistance training every day. They got a lot of different options for you to do it. The fact that you're doing it and consistently doing it is way more important than how much weight you're doing or which exercises you're doing kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I have that available now. I'm also going to be putting together a package where you'll have the Fitch Smash Strength, the uh, Fitch Smash Strength Resistance Bands course, the uh, Fitch Smash 12-minute bike routine. And I'm going to get the uh, meal plan together. I'm going to package that all together and uh, offer it with a consultation. Okay, so I'll explain everything to you, set you up, and get you going. And hopefully make you more jacked and more capable of violence. Because I use the same program now to look good, but it still keeps me in great fighting shape. Okay, we're working on fight muscles, important muscles, and staying young and strong. All right, so it's available. Check it out. All right, guys, I uh, went on a pretty outstanding trip and um, you know I didn't get all fat on my trip it was a two-week vacation or on the road moving around I ate um, a lot of bad food I did I did eat a lot of bad food I wasn't a good boy the whole time but I was extremely active I made sure to be as active as possible that's one way you can counter uh, your bad eating habits, <laughs> and you know when you're when you're you're celebrating something, we're celebrating the Fourth of July, or celebrating, you know, Independence Day, 
hanging out with the kids on the road. You don't have all your best food choices. It's okay to have a little fun, but you know, when you're on your meal plan, you're eating right. Most of the time, two weeks, I didn't get all fat. I didn't get all gross. I'm, I'm still in good shape, but I was very active. Okay. I ate a bunch of junk, but I was outside all day doing a lot of physical stuff. Okay. Here's one of the things I was doing to stay super active. Okay. This is a uh, paddleboard my dad made. He made this by hand. And uh, I haven't found a paddleboard <laughs> that could support me yet. I've, like They had some inflatable ones there before. And um, I've been to other places where there were paddleboards for smaller people. But they haven't been able to hold me up. This one clearly held me up and... Um, is also held up my girl, Lady uh, LA, my LA lady. She came with us on the trip and she could lay on this and I could stand and paddle. We spent a tons of uh, time out on the lake, just paddle on the lake. Cause this is a, this, this lake is um, a no wake lake. Okay. So in order to be on that lake, you can only idle. So it's like nine, 10 miles per hour. So it's all like fishing. So oh, that's all sweat. I've been sweating that much. It's all, um, you know, fishing boats and pontoon boats, a lot of pontoon boats. And so there's like no, nobody really on the lake a lot of the time. It's super, super chill, super still. I'll show you another wonderful picture. This is me and the boys. I would tie up that blue raft on the back of the paddleboard. And I would paddle them out on the lake. Uh, my lady would uh, lay out here. Amanda would lay out on the board. And I would paddle the boys. And we would go in the middle of the lake. It was amazing. And then we would jump in and swim. It was... Um, pretty rad, I must say. But that, right? See, I'm not, I'm not, not enjoying myself. I don't starve myself from the, uh, you know, the bad foods that we all love. It's okay, you know. I had a bunch of s'mores here. Here's here is me not taking care of myself and eating a bunch, eating a bunch of food. Not not too shabby in my hot pink swim swim trunks from Sunga Life. You guys check out Sunga Life. They got great stuff. All right, I'm not uh, starving. I got meat on the bones. A healthy 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 young gentleman, and you guys can do it too. Get on. Good meal plan, even if it's not mine. Get on a meal plan. Oh, is this gonna it's gonna work? Here, I'll let you guys have video footage of me cruising on the paddleboard. This is what it's about, guys. This is what it's about, gentlemen. They want to tell you that this is flyover country, that this isn't a good place to live, <laughs> that somehow sitting in traffic for hours to go to a crappy job in some building, you know, step over homeless people, that's somehow that's better living. They're lying to you, folks. I could be here with some chickens. I don't think I would have to listen to anybody ever again. Just have my own food. And uh, it's paddleboard every day. Sip cigars. 
it gets cold in the wintertime, but you can plan your trips. You can travel. You can travel on those uh, cold days, those cold months. Just get out of there. Stick around through football season and take off before the first snow hits. That's the life. That's that's where I'd like to be. But, um, yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I did most of the time was like a, all the way out in the lake, all the way out as far as you can see. It's the water in that lake, or so it was so clear. Like you can, you can get out into the water and see your feet, see your toes down in the water. Amazing. I'm already missing the lake, guys. Can you tell I'm missing the lake? Yep. <laughs> Man, that was a great. It was a great trip. But we. Um, Yeah, it does. It does get cold in the winter. It does get cold in the winter. But you can always leave. And it's not, I mean, I don't know. I'm like figuring out, like, if you could live, you can work from home. If you're somebody who can work from home, like, or you don't, you're not location dependent, because then you can have beautiful place like that for your spring, summer, fall, take off during the winter. Yep. That's definitely a possibility. Um, saw lots of cool stuff on our trip. What was the... Uh, is this one good? Yeah, we don't even know what this is. We stopped in Utah. We stopped in Utah here, folks. And there's just body of water just off the side of the road. People just pull up and uh, looks like glass, man. It's crazy. Unreal. Unreal. It's just loads of beauty in this country you know really I'm trying to tell you that it's brown and ugly <laughs> nope what's this what's this one okay we stopped at a, a rest stop that has this Abraham Lincoln head it's like his shoulders and head and it's looking down at you very it's very judgy he's right does he look like he's judging you i think he's judging you bigger but yeah that that's that's old babe honest abe So there for two minutes. That's uh, that was one of the uh, wonderful stops. One of the wonderful stops, the Abe Lincoln Memorial thingy, because the uh, it's the uh, Lincoln Highway. That's what it's called, the I eighty Lincoln Highway. Uh, we saw the. Uh, you have to see this. The biggest dandelion puff thingies you've ever seen. Watch this thing. It's the size of a head. I've never seen one that big before. You guys ever seen one that big before? Insanity. Chad, what's up, man? Uh, we were back. For a little bit, we were up in uh, Columbia City most of the time, Parents Lake. 
Who's Abe? Abe? Didn't Abe wasn't ja Abe the Japanese guy that just got shot? I don't know. It's all it's all nonsense. Just get away. Get away from the cities, guys. Go to some place like that. Get to some body of water. Get somewhere in the country. It's going to get cold in the wintertime, but, man, I don't know. It looked, it looked really appealing to me, I got to say. I, I just got to say, being back there. I was only back there, you know, it was a two-week trip, but it was pretty amazing. <laughs> like, when you look at the home prices, of, of some of those houses and things like what you can get and what you can live off of and what you can sustain yourself with for, for much less than what cost of living is in a place like California. Now, I guess, you know, there's probably places you can, you live off grid here, I guess, and have your own water and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're still going to mess with you in California. So you're going to come, come knocking on your doors Asking for money. I don't know. What's up? What's going on? Up north of 60. How you been? Oh, all pro says move to Montana. It gets too cold, Montana. It gets really cold, Montana. Like Indiana's pretty bad. Pretty like I don't like the cold. I don't like winter. I don't really like the snow. But where I'm sitting right now, I could suck it up <laughs> just because of the cost of living. Because the summer is pretty great. Um, fall's not terrible. Spring's a little gray. Winter's cold. I don't like winter. So if you can figure out a way to travel part of the year. Then it sounds like a good um, sounds like a good deal. It could be a good deal, you know. Like that—that that needs to be the hack that they need to teach young men, guys. Like, make your money, make your money in the city, make your mark, find your wife, and then get the f out. <laughs> right? Like, do some homesteading. Cause once once you got once you got that like you don't need all the other crap. What do you need that crap for? You got the family. Just spend the time with the family. Unplug. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. City's got some fun things in it, but it was a fun trip. I gotta say, it was a pretty fantastic trip, and got us all a lot of cool stuff. Um, let's look at the marble store. I'm going to show you the marble store that we went to. Lee's Marbles. They had something like 3,000 marbles on the top shelf in all them jars. It's a whole lot of marbles. All over the place. They ain't got them old school steel lunch boxes. I found like a liquor decanter thing. My grandfather used to collect them, so I bought one for me and one for my mom. Um, they're cool, man. They're from like 1964. Um, I think I want to do like a box opening thing of it because it's stuffed with newspaper from 1964. I like to keep it from like breaking. I'm uh, interested. He also had, I think, I wasn't listening to what he said. He was explaining this to Amanda, and Amanda told me <laughs> later, but I guess he had, like, Nazi coins somewhere in somewhere in there. Yeah. Might have been the display on the, in the counter, but... um. Yeah, I missed it. She caught it and said it later. She's like, did you hear what he was saying about the Nazi coins? It's like, no, I did not. What else is this guy? Oh, this is like this is somewhere in here, I think. Oh, this is on sideways. Sorry for showing you this sideways, guys, but it didn't upload right. 
just sideways. But he's got old money in there, and I think he's on down on that where the, the Nazi coins. I'll do that again. So cool. Right there. The one's all the way at the the bottom. I think that's what was said. I don't know. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But it was uh, pretty remarkable. The older son caught a lot of fish. We had uh, some nature hikes we went on. We found wild uh, raspberries in the trees. I was able to perform. This is very important, guys. You guys with kids, you guys want to have kids someday. You guys, even with just your friends, right? It's very important. Oh, wow. You need to be performing feats of strength. Okay? You've got to do it. You need to be performing feats of strength. If you are a man, if you have children, if you have sons and daughters, you need to perform feats of strength every now and again. Okay? It's very important that your children and even your friends view you in a little bit of a superhuman light. Okay? And you can't do that if you're doing weak shit all the time. So sometimes... You just need to you need to do a feat of strength. And this is an example of me doing a feat of strength in front of my kids. Oh. Right? One more time. And the flex. See the face? See the face? See the face right there? <laughs> okay? That's why we do it. Feats of strength guys don't let anybody shame you for performing feats of strength it's in your blood ah. it's in your blood guys it's in your blood do it it's a part of being a man it's a part of raising strong children you need to be performing feats of strength so go to the gym and this deadlift something okay but then you know you're camping with the family hey deadlift that big old log okay don't don't hurt yourself make sure you actually are strong enough to do it <sighs> put in the work okay but then feats of strength man i'm telling you your lady right your girlfriend they may make fun of you for it, whatever, but they love it. They love it. You picked up that big rock and carried it all by yourself. It's hot. Okay? You carried in all the groceries in one trip. Feats of strength, bro. They go a long way. Feats of strength. Okay, okay. And see, like, I even got in some of my workout. Okay, I'll let you see. I got some of my workout. Didn't need, didn't need the weights. Didn't need anything fancy. Doing some pistol squats. They're very ugly pistol squats. The mechanics are not great, but my pink shorts are great. Sing life. Check them out. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, simple guys. You don't, you don't need fancy gym. You don't need fancy equipment. To get your workout in, I, I rode a bunch on that paddleboard, got some core work in, did some swimming, did some pistol squats. I brought my bands too. I did I did two days of strength training with my bands. You just got to stay on it. Tyler uh, Durden's a stupid name. Said no lie. I went golfing today and got outdriven in golf by a college hottie. That sucked. Fortunately, she still can't open jars. Ooh, gotta be jacked at forty. Yep, jacked at every age, man. Get to work, guys. 
feats of strength maybe maybe shirtless nunchucking that is a uh, an excellent activity also i should have brought my nunchucks uh to indiana with me missed opportunity we drove too so like man i think i could have found room for my nunchucks Shirtless non-checking is how I was conceived. That's great, Tyler Durden. All right, guys. I uh, uh, bored you with my home movies. I hope you uh, enjoyed enjoyed uh, things. I'll show you. I'll show you the Coney dogs. Actually, so this place is a famous. Famous place in downtown Fort Wayne called Coney Island. It's been there forever, like forever. It's been there for so long. Uh, they have this like special sauce they put on, but they make these chili onion dogs, these chili cheese dogs, chili dogs, not chili cheese, but chili dogs. Um, they're quite tasty. They're quite tasty. And we'll, we'll watch it again. Quite tasty. Um, yeah, if you're ever in Fort Wayne and you have a chance to go to Coney Island, I suggest it. You might as well experience. Is this a good video to see? Well, it's short. This is just I'll show you the the dogs right here. As they pour the stuff on them. Oh, there's the onions. So nice. I'll show I'll show the outside of the place too, just in case you're driving by and you need to see it's right there. You go. Coney Island with the little plastic sign. That's it. Now you know. Now you know. Ha! Chad is someone I went to high school with. For you guys, don't know. Uh, he's saying that uh, that is what I was going to ask if you went to Coney Island. Excellent. Yeah, we didn't. We went down to uh, the uh, whatever that street was, Columbus Street, Columbia Street. It used to be, and there was a bar and stuff. That's all closed down. They said there was getting it was getting a lot of vagrants and homeless people around. It was getting bad, so they they re redid it and made everything nice. So it's not as like bougie restaurants and bars. So we went and walked through and then walked around because I used to my dad used to work in a building down there. So I was showing my girl around, showing the man around, and um, she's like, "What is that place? What is Coney Island?" I was like, "Oh, that's a legendary." Uh, hot dog place in Fort Wayne. So like she got real interested. She's a big fan of hot dogs. And uh I don't think she's ever had a chili dog before even. I think that was my first chili dog ever. But yeah, I was like, we were supposed to meet and eat with people, but I was like, yeah, we're gonna go and do this first. <laughs> we had a couple chili dogs before dinner. So we did a successful almost did a successful bang bang. Because there's two two American dinners. We did barbecue after. Oh well. It was delicious. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Glad you guys could uh, pop in. I had a wonderful vacation, wonderful trip back home. The older I get, the more I see how, how young men, you should have an escape plan. You should have an escape plan to make your money and to get yourself away. You know, 45, 55 years old you should be out in a way from the big cities like i wish i mean even before then i wish i could get the kids if i would have been able to pull that off get the kids away from big cities you know when they're ready to start junior high and shit <laughs> like get them out of the big cities uh but man it's appealing it's appealing country life it's appealing i can't say it's not all right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, 
yeah, make sure you uh, watch the uh, Learn to Fights. Share them with your friends. Not getting any uh, love from the algorithms, all right? I'll check you guys later.